Bonjour. Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Jacques Petit from Cognac André Petit. How are you doing today, Jacques? For our listeners, who are you and what do you do at Cognac André Petit? My name is Jacques Petit. I am the son of André Petit. Uh, André Petit, my father, created the brand Cognac André Petit that we know today. I represent the sixth generation of winemaker and distiller here in the Cognac region. We're situated not far from Barbezieux. Barbezieux is considered to be the heart of the Petit Champagne. So the Cognacs that I make are all multi-cru Cognac from the Petit Champagne, Fambois, uh, Bonbois. And I'm trying to make Cognacs that are obviously of a very high quality, that are easy to drink, that are round, and all are exceptionally aged for quite a long time. And Barbezieux is more in the southern part of the Charente, correct? Yeah, that's exactly correct. Barbezieux is situated to the south of Segonzac. And you need to know that the center of the Cognac region is not actually Cognac City. It's technically Segonzac. And Barbezieux is about 18 kilometers south of Segonzac. Uh, and it is the heart of the Petit Champagne. It's got soil or a terroir that's argile calcaire, so little bit of clay and limestone, and it's really known for making fine, refined, and ageable eau de vie. And what cognac will we be tasting today? Today we're going to be tasting the Ordage Cognac, which is actually the oldest cognac that we make. It's a cognac that has about 60 years of age, and it's composed of a little bit of 1955, a little bit of 1958, which happens to me my to be my birth year, and a little bit of 1963. This is a multi-cru cognac. Uh, so I'm situated close to Barbezieux in a town called Berneuil. And Berneuil is unique. Its location is actually unique because we are very close to multiple different cru. Petit Champagne, Grand Champagne, Fambois, and then there's Bonbois, even close. So I have vines spread all over in this region, some of, some of which are 10 kilometers from my, my main address, uh, where the domain is. However, at the time of the harvest, I bring everything back to Berneuil, uh, where I do the vinica- vinification and then distillation, all as cognac. So for this Ordage, it is a multi-cru cognac. It's a blend coming from all of these different appellations, but I just uh, bottle it as a normal cognac appellation. And for this Ordage, how would you describe the style of this cognac? So first of all, the Ordage is a very old cognac, as I mentioned earlier, 60 years. And for all of the cognacs that are older in my range, so the Exo, Exo Extra, and the Ordage, I, I work them quite particularly. And in some cases, some of these were not even distilled by myself, like with the Ordage. But... It's important to know that cognac is a lot more than just distilling wine and putting it in a barrel and waiting. There's also a lot of following and tracking the evolution of an eau de vie, and and maybe it needs to be changed from one barrel to another or, or worked in some other way. So there's a lot of work that goes on. So one thing that's unique for the for the cognacs that I make is as soon as a wine is distilled, 
And I know that it's destined for a long aging to be in one of these very old cognacs. I immediately put it in a used oak barrel, not a new oak barrel. It's very important for me to put a cognac that's destined for long aging into these used barrels because they're barrels that have already digested the oak. And aging in these kinds of barrels for a long period of time give roundness to the cognac. The only inconvenience of doing this is that I have to age them a lot longer because they don't have that strong presence of the wood from a new barrel, for example. So if somebody wants to age their cognac for 40 years, but they had used a little bit of new oak barrels, me, because I didn't use any new oak barrels, I might have to age the cognac for 50 years or longer. But I think that my version will be superior to the other one because because of the barrels they were aged in, because of that extended aging period, there's a roundness, there's, an, there's, a, there's a length in the mouth, and really easiness to the cognac that, that's very, very pleasant and qualitative. I don't want any aggressivity. I want something that's easy to drink. I want something that's round, gourmand, presence of oak, but not, not new oak or harsh oak. So just to confirm, there's no new oak at all for the Ordage. Nope, not at all. Any of my older quality cognacs, I don't use any new oak. New oak is only to be used for my younger cognacs, VS, VSOP, and even then, it's only 50% new oak. And so all of the Oudivis that create this Ordage were distilled by your, your father. Can you say if they were distilled on the lees or not? Yes, th these were distilled with the lees. You should know that I, I'm completely independent. Uh, in the region, about 99.5% of the producers sell some of their cognac production to the big houses. And so the big houses will oblige, in a sense, how the distillation takes place, which is perfectly logical. But in my case, being completely independent, I'm free to do whatever I want. I distill my own cognac, and I sell everything that I make. So because I'm free to distill how I want, I more often than not will choose to distill with the lees. Um, I'm really trying to focus on using the light lee because it creates really nice roundness and it allows for the ageability of the eau de vie and the, and the cognac. Distilling with the lees also creates cognacs that feel a lot less dry. It's a really unique characteristic. And so are your cellars dry, humid, a little bit of both maybe? You know, it, it's actually very easy to make a dry cellar humid. So what I do, specifically in the summer, in the warm months, is I, I water my shea, which makes it very humid. We, we've got these little pipes and, and different ways of watering. Uh, of course, it doesn't happen continuously. It's just periodically. But it's a very easy way to keep a certain humidity in the cellar. And the whole reason for wanting a humid cellar is because it gives eau de vie that are round, uh, that don't have aggressiveness, and also eau de vie that tend to age a little bit quicker. So for you, you, you absolutely want this humid cellar. Really, you, you need both cellar types. You know, contrary to, say, uh, a spirit from grain like whiskey, not many perfumes in it. It's not that rich. 
Whereas a spirit like cognac, armagnac, calvados, any fruit-based distillate is much richer in sugars and much richer in aromas. So there are just, there's a lot of factors when working with distillates like this that can impact how the, the product is finished. You've got how it was distilled, uh, how it was aged, what kind of barrels, what kind of cellars, lots of different factors which are going to have a big impact on the differences of all these different products. So getting back to the cellar type, if, if an eau de vie or a cognac is aged exclusively in a really humid cellar, it's going to be very, very soft. It's going to age really quickly. Whereas one that's in a dry cellar is going to be a little bit more aggressive, have a little bit more character. So in a finished cognac, you really want both and the different aromatic complexities that both bring to create a cognac that is better balanced, easier to drink, less aggressive, and overall more complex. And so I noticed that this cognac is bottled at 40%, but given that it's about 60 years old, is it true that most of that reduction occurred naturally? Exactly correct. Yep. Today we hear a lot of talk about additives, permitted additives, of course. And so for this Ordage cognac, has anything been added to it? No, no, none at all. I mean, given its age, it's, it's roughly a 60-year-old cognac, it's not necessary at all to add anything to a cognac like this. I can even add, for all of the old cognacs that I make, no additives at all are needed because it's just not necessary because they've had enough time in the oak to digest, uh, to digest the oak and to get the roundness that I'm looking for. On the other hand, you know, something like a young cognac that maybe has aged five years in barrel, it could make sense to add a little bit of, say, boise to make it appear as if it's a little bit older. You know, not everybody uh, can or is willing to, to, to purchase ordage and extra cognacs. So by having these, these younger cognacs that might have a little bit of additive products in it, you can get a feel for the characteristics of an older cognac but still at a reasonable price and with just five or six years of aging. It's important really to remember that if an additive is added to a cognac, it needs to improve the cognac. Uh, and sometimes the younger cognacs, after just five years in oak, they're a little bit out of balance and uh, they need a little bit of enhancing. And so that's why an additive would be used. But again, I have to stress for, for old cognacs, this, this ordage, for example, it would be a regrettable shame to add additives to a cognac this old. It just doesn't need it. So let's move to a tasting note. How would you describe the nose of this cognac? Yes, the, the nose of this cognac, it, you got to know that it, it takes about 20 years for a cognac to reach maturity. Even a cognac that's 18 years old, it might have a certain aromatic profile, but then just two or three years later, everything changes. So the oak, the vanilla, the pruno notes that you might have previously tasted suddenly transform into something a little bit chocolatey uh, with notes of coffee, jasmine, cigar box. The, these notes of, like there's this roasted note, which we generally characterize as a rancio. Uh, and you definitely have that here with the ordage. 
and on the palate? Well, the first thing is it's not aggressive at all. It's very soft. It's very easy to drink. And the fact that it's not aggressive and easy to drink allows you to appreciate its length uh, even better. When we think about wine and we talk about length in wine, we talk in seconds or we think in seconds. For cognacs and a cognac like this, we're thinking more in minutes, sometimes even hours uh, in terms of its length. For me, the sweet alcoholic strength for a cognac is between 40 and 44 degrees, not above. For me, as we go above 44% alcohol, so it's an alcohol that's more basic, where we lose a little bit our appreciation of the length, we lose a little bit of the roundness, and we lose these overall notes of gourmandise, this like seductive and inviting sense of uh, that, that makes you want to take a sip after another sip. So yeah, with this ordage, we've got a presence of chocolate, santal, santal wood, or sandal wood in, in English, uh, cigar box, and we really can appreciate the length of this cognac. It's round, it's not aggressive, it's easy to drink, and it's a cognac that I personally like to enjoy for itself, all by itself, uh, in a quiet moment. I don't need to pair it with anything, although a cigar could work. It's just, it's a great cognac to just sit down and enjoy. Well, Jacques, thank you very much for your time, for your responses. Uh, it's always a pleasure speaking with you, and I wish you happy holidays, and see you again soon in the Charente. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert Calendar Podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.